Welcome to episode 10 of Rush Rehab, a podcast where two mediocre middle-aged men recovering from a run called the Rough and Rush make sense of this thing called life and work at fully participating in activeness once again. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Mark. It's good to be here. We've uh, had a fair hiatus. We've had a fair time away from the media. Uh, yeah, we have. Um, that's due to a battery charger from a said laptop being left at a New Year's Eve party in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're looking at, you know, possible equipment upgrades where that doesn't happen. So Gee, sponsorship often. would be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Followers would be good too. Yeah. Now we've got. Uh, I've got. I've got a very long agenda as I do. So yeah. let's let's kick off. Um, updates. Mark, let's let's talk about you first. How's how's oh, the change? How's, well, I thought let's mix it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, how's your recovery going? Um, I do have a report. I made a New Year's Eve resolution and I kept it. Uh, yesterday morning. Uh, the most beautiful person I know nudged me at about ten past five and said, "We're going to the gym for a class." So I uh, did. You went to the. Gym. I went to the gym, um, and it's a bit like gluten-free beer uh, for a celiac, which I am. Uh, it didn't suck. It was no. not unpalatable. That's no. about as no. good no. as no. I can was, it. Wasn't the most unpleasant thing you've done this year. No, no. So, and, and did you like? Do you feel your biceps getting bigger as we speak? Do you see yourself use, becoming a gym junkie? No, no, it was a class. It was more a stretch class, which is actually what I need, Jim. So Amber, <laughs> my wife, was spot on. But um, right. it was all about truth for me. Truth. Truth. Uh, the truth was that um, oh, three minutes in, uh, Sharon, the um, uh, facilitator, had to give me uh, something to stand on. Everyone else could balance on one foot, and it soon became apparent I couldn't. People were very kind. You can see yourself in the mirror leaning over, right. and I and it dawned on me like an epiphany that all those times when you've watched my fluid running action, and yes, yes. and I felt like it looked like I was just one step away from falling over. Mm. That's the truth. Yeah, you were. I was one step from falling over. I can't even balance on one <laughs> foot. So the fact I can do a half marathon, I should have got double points. <laughs> well, oh, yes. That's, and that raises the whole question about marathons. I mean, if you, like, you've, you've been to a gym session. Yes. So, the, so you know, if you, if you enter a marathon and only run half of it, you've, have, have you, you should, have you been in the marathon? Should you yeah, still get you should the medal? Get a medal, absolutely. <laughs> and then you go backwards and you go, should you get ten? If you do a half and you get ten, should you get the t-shirt for ten instead of the DNF? I've never had a well, DNF. Well, do you just Did get, not finish? Do you just get the t-shirt for the half because you're winning the half? <laughs> yeah, I think you should. Like, you can consider yourself a uh, a gym goer now. Yeah, you, you've been through the door. Yeah, mm. exactly. So I'm, and, I'm and has, any, has anyone tried to sell you suspect protein shakes or anything? No, not yet, Jim. No, it's not. I'm not bodybuilding just yet. Um, now we talked about me. What about you? Where are we up to? Oh, well, I've had a severe setback in what? my recovery. What's that? Um, more to my pride than anything else. Mm. I was um, 
I am expecting to get the moon boot off tomorrow, which is quite exciting. But uh, I was talking to a nurse relative of mine mm. uh, and described my injury to her. And she said, ah, oh, yes, you broke your pinky. Mm. So which, it's not it's not yeah, a femur <laughs> or a major bone. It's just a... The pinky, it te- technically, that's true. But, you know, I think uh, just out to, to all nurses out there, please call it a broken foot. <laughs> broken foot, broken leg, <laughs> not a broken pinky. Part of your leg. Uh, so anyway, yeah. my my ego is dealing with that. It's, yeah. Uh, it's now we're um, it's a very special day. We've got a controversial test match in cricket. Uh, well, in no- normally that would be part of my rehab. I'd be sitting on a couch yeah. watching the test match unfold. But I I don't think in all conscience I can I can watch this test match. So Jim, is that because of their COVID approaches? Um, is it the the look, look the, the whole decision, the whole decision to have the test match in Sydney when they knew when they knew the outbreak was there and the, and the history of the border closures. Basically, Cricket Australia said we don't give a stuff if there's a test in Brisbane or not. All that matters is Sydney, and I, I think Cricket Australia need to start being honest because you know I'm I'm saying this purely objectively, not as yeah. a parochial Queenslander. Yeah. But the best way to get into the Australian cricket team for decades has been to get into the New South Wales cricket team. Now, Jim, um, <laughs> at the risk of alienating none of our listeners, because I don't think any come from New South Wales, but, our very first... but if you do, take a good outlook at yourself. No, well, now we have alienated you. Um, at at the, the ancient Jewish uh, Passover uh, ceremony, which we sometimes recreate in other religions, um, there's a part of it where the young child says to the elder, you know, why do we do this on this special night? Why do we do this ritual? Yeah. Now, there's not a lot of age difference between you and me, but I'm playing child and you can play wise elder here. <laughs> so, so wise elder, why do we hate New South Wales so much? And we've only got three to four minutes on this topic well look that's that's an entire season of a podcast in itself and and you know we only i I only answer this question to try and help new south welsh people um and particularly sydney siders i think and it goes to a deeper question it goes back into australian history of course but we don't hate new south wales right New, new south wales just pretend that nothing nothing else in Australia exists. Right. So, and and, and so there's, there's only so much of that you can tolerate before you sort of have, have some opinions on on the opinions of New South Wales people, on New South Wales men. And when were you first hurt as a child? Like, I feel uh, like look, there, 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 was some, there was some deep scouring. I, uh, I, I date back to pre-state of origin. And, right. um what, one thing that fascinates me about state origin, like I, well, yes, let's let's be honest. I, I do I do hate New South Wales. Yeah. Because I, you know we I watch Queensland get poundings every year by Queensland by people who played for Queensland the year before. Right. Who were lured to. So it upset your sense of fairness. Ah, oh, it was it was awful. It was awful watching those state state games. And of course, New South Wales started taking no interest in them because they were winning so easily every year. 
So that I, I remember the, the pain and suffering of that. So when State of Origin came in, it was like a breath of fresh air. Mm. But what's interesting is that deep hatred for New South Wales has continued, and most of the fans of State of Origin now wouldn't remember the pre-State of Origin. No, hence me asking that so, question. So, so I think it's something deeper. It's it's not just about about that football. It's, it's something ingrown about New South Welshmen that seems to they seem to have this. Um, well, I think it's important that we have states in Australia because if we didn't. Who would New South Wales men ignore? See, I'm a I'm a pre eighteen fifty nine kind of guy, Jim, and that's the date as everyone would know. I'm sure when we separated Queensland, separated from New South Wales, I actually don't even see the point of states except for sport. Um, and, and, and we've chatted about this education, health. We would be far better off without having these crazy different, you know, policies and procedures on a state basis. Oh look, Mark. Okay, yeah, it it makes a mess with uh, with with a lot of uh, and a lot of lawmaking. Not to mention yeah. waste of money. Oh, waste of money. Yeah, and you know, like it's it has been sorted out. But we, I, I work in education, and if we have a student move from interstate, one of the biggest decisions we had to make was which grade they actually went into. Mm. So we, you know, we didn't even. There was absolutely no alignment between the education systems at all. That's worse than railway tracks. But, you know, but seriously, if we weren't states, we may all be New South Welshmen. And, you know, I, I don't wish that on anybody, if we can keep, keep that number down. Who, who would Victorians look down on if we didn't have states? <laughs> but, right. and it, but, but the other thing about... I suppose about the legislation, it wouldn't make a lot of sense to have statewide, nationwide health, policing, mm. education, all those things. But then it comes back to: Do you really trust one government, to, which is probably dominated by oh, so city siders? So we trust six or seven half baked ones instead of well, one. We half trust six or seven <laughs> half baked ones, and half trust. And apologies to all state politicians ones. who listen and, and, feverishly, and politicians everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but it does. It sort of it it lightens the load of that decision making. Uh, mediocrity is spread. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Well, basically, it allows one government to really stuff up, oh. and it doesn't, and it doesn't affect the entire so continent. So the, the checks and balances argument. Ah, uh, so important, so important. Yeah. I mean, the um, when one one aspect of the Trump administration that's fascinated me is is the power he's been able to wield as a single individual. Mm. And, uh, and you know, I'd be concerned if we only had one government without some sort of middle level that the, the power that one government would be able to wield right across the continent. So you're a fan of what Paul Keating called the un... What was it? Something swill. Unrepresentative <laughs> swill of the Senate. You love the oh, Senate. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, well, I, I think if we... Uh, if, even if we did away with with states, because yeah, most most of the uh, most of the 
areas of responsibility for the state would probably work better as as na- with nationwide consistency. Mm. But even if we did away with the states, you'd still need some some referee, if you like, for that would make sure that there's some attempt to represent the whole continent. Yeah. Because if you had a government with a lot of Sydney siders in there, that Sydney siders don't know that there's there's a, there's <laughs> There's anything uh, so, anything beyond the blue mountain. So this this uh, research of New South Wales and everything that you know about them. <laughs> have you lived there? How have you found this information out? I've lived in Australia, mate. It's uh, look a lot of this I just know in my gut. Oh, but, okay. Um, so it's a detailed <laughs> method of research. Ah, uh, look, and and it's and it's built it's built up from a lifetime of yeah. Well, let's Oppression. be of, of hating New South Wales. <laughs> So it's but, prejudice built upon prejudice. Uh, yes, yes, but but it is. Um, but I do I do observe that uh, that Sydney centric thing again and again, oh, either in in the media, in decisions such as Cricket Australia's to go to go ahead with the test. Yeah, well, they could be robbing me of that experience of going to the Gabba. I, I'm not happy. Well, with that. yeah. Well, the very next week uh, after they decided to have the test in Sydney, they're talking about cancelling the test in Brisbane. And mm. uh, and you know disgraceful, disgraceful, disgraceful. This they should be honest and just call themselves cricket New South Wales and the rest. <laughs> isn't it, isn't it based in Victoria though? Sorry to poke a hole in your argument. Well, they, cricket Australia. Well, it, Jollymont Street. Yeah, but it, more it, trivia. It probably is that. That's only just because a fig leaf. Well. Unfortunately, even Sydney siders have to admit that the MCG is better than what they've got. Right. So they, they do have to acknowledge that, you know. And they have to acknowledge places like Uluru, that, that they actually exist. Mm. So, you know. Wow. So, there, yeah, I'm glad I lanced that boil, Jim. Uh, I hope I, you I, feel better for the day well, now, having got that out. I don't think you've lanced the boil. I think you've just really scratched the tip of it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you, if you want the spurt, I think we'd have to go a lot. Oh, now that. you're getting graphic. We'll need to nurse on again. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're, uh, we're just about wrapping up. Um, now, once you take the moon boot off, uh, what happens then? What, what are you doing tomorrow? Well, then the real rehab starts. Oh, okay. I've, ju- I've just been... Uh, but but w- where will you be going? Um, I'm hoping... <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm, I'm going. I know where you're going. <laughs> I'm going to the beach and Okay, so I'm what go- beach are you going to? I'm you? going to cool and get a beach. Now where are you staying? As chance you? would have it, I'm staying in New South Wales. So with- it's good enough to stay in for a holiday. <sighs> Mark my only defence is I I didn't book the holiday. Oh, take some responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll go there, but I'll cross. I'll cross back into Queensland to go to a beach. And, and do you promise you won't enjoy it? <laughs> I'll enjoy the beach. I'll enjoy the beach. And on look, the Queensland side, and I'll be, and I'll be polite to the news to the New South Welshman. Right mm. there, you go everyone. There's some comfort to start your day, <laughs> and um, let's hope uh, Australia can strike back in the um, the third test. Not that I'll be watching. No, in protest. You're hurt. But, but, but good, good luck. Good luck to Davey Warner and um, commiserations to Joe Burns. But um, 
I think Joe Burns was uh, man enough to see the writing on the wall mm. and on the uh, termination contract. <laughs> so. Right. Well, we've uh, passed the 15-minute mark. Thanks again for taking time out of your very busy day to join with us. And uh, remember, whatever you do, run responsibly. <laughs>